Today's show is sponsored by Action247.com, Tennessee's only sports book by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. And what can I say? Selection Sunday has happened. The tournament is upon us. You know that Action247 is going to have a lot of deals, a lot of codes to use, but you should use code DADS100. They will match up to half of your first deposit up to $800. So if you deposit $800, they will match $400 of it. If you use code DADS100, make sure you're going on their site. Make sure you're going on their social and check out what's going on, what the specials are for that day to, to bet for the tournament and everything else going on. We know baseball is coming up again soon. Basketball is going on. Hockey's going on. Soccer's going on. There's so much going on. Get in on the action. At action247.com, use code DADS100. Today's show is also sponsored by Orca Coors. And you know what season it is right now? It's dad season. And it is dad season year-round. Because if you use code DAD season, you'll get 20% off your whole order at Orca Coors. That is the collegiate coolers they have right now. The tumblers. All the other great coolers they have. All the other awesome tumblers they have. They have a whiskey barrel tumbler. They come out with seasonal tumblers. You never know what they're going to have. Lots of cool stuff over at orcacoolers.com. Be the envy of dads everywhere with their roto-molded coolers. And awesome 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 products so go ahead and use code dad season you'll save 20 percent. tell them we sent you last but not least today's show is sponsored by distilleryproducts.com if you are a store a distillery a bourbon group or maybe you're a podcast like us go ahead and go to distilleryproducts.com they have wholesale pricing some of the best in the whole entire biz and you can get laser etched glassware at those wholesale prices they also have awesome swag they partnered with mirrors so there's some cool tumblers and things that you could put your logo on go see the crew see carson see janie vicky the whole family over at distilleryproducts.com what you got tonight my friend man you know the other day i was uh i was amazed literally amazed it's not every day you, you see something out of the ordinary on something that you've seen ordinarily Many, many, many times, I guess I would say. I feel like this is a troll to do with me, but I want to see where no, you take no, no. it. I was riding down the other night to pick up some stuff from you. So we'd have, you know, new material for the next, hopefully, couple of weeks at least. I don't like driving the Timbuktu all the time, but I had to pee. At the same time, like, oh, there's tons of construction down there around Edwards. I'll just, you know, find a Porter John. Nothing new for me, right? Wait, what so, did you call it? A Porter John. A Porter? Yeah, Porter John. It's Porta. Look, it's only Porta when it's on the truck being carried somewhere. Once it's in use, so to speak, or usable, and Porter. It's Porta short for portable, like Porta John or Porta Potty. I'm not going to split hairs with what they taught you above the Mason-Dixon line. I'm telling you what's right. I'm telling you what it actually says on the box. Like when you look at the box, and by the box, I mean the plastic Porta John. There's more than one company that sells these things. Anyway, none of them say Porter, but continue. So I, you know, pull off the side of the road there, like this little cul de sac looking thing, jump out, go and pee real quick. Well, to my surprise, when I open the door, a light automatically pops on, like a halogen looking thing in there. It was nice, like ultra white. I was like, holy hell. I've never been in a Porter John with a light in there and motion activated everything. Like, man, world is really changing around here. They got those in the back of my truck, like in the truck bed. You could turn on lights in the back of the truck now. I bet it's the same kind of thing. Are they motion activated? No, I got to push a button. Are they in what looks like a rinky dink plastic facility, so to speak, that's meant to house human waste? 
Nah. And even more kind of confusing for me, I can't think of too many times when construction workers are of the likeliness are doing work when it's dark. So why do they need a light? Everyone. My name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker. For the record, if you Google Porter John, John Porter shows up, who is a member of Parliament. That's the first thing that comes back. And together, we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us part of your day. Zeke is amazed by light. I am amazed that we are doing this show for the second time. And to pull the curtain back for all of you, <laughs> I've been burning the candle at both ends. And this is the second show that we've done in three weeks that I have literally fallen asleep in the middle of the show. So for that, I just want to say, Zeke Baker, I apologize. Thank you for doing this do-over. And how are you, my friend? Hey, man, you know... And I think most people by now probably know I, I don't do a ton other than talk in terms of editing, production, et cetera. And I was like, man, I've seen you work some magic when you, I, or both of us, or even a guest have had less than their best days. But I, I don't think there's any magic that's going to come out of this. And there's not enough you know, fairy or pixie dust in the world to make this thing suddenly taste and look better. We just got to say it is what it is and do it again. Now, I could have made magic happen, but it was one of those times where I thought about like what I would have to do in order to make the magic happen versus the amount of effort it would be to re-record i said you know what zeke you're right let's go ahead and do it splicing in comments and stuff from previous episodes <laughs> i would have been secretly coming up here and re-recording my parts and then just <laughs> sticking them in and like when i started to trail off and kind of the funny thing is is i hadn't drank anything that night until we went to go sit and do this pour i was just dead ass tired and i was oh yeah it, it wasn't like a you know, a slur or, or, Hey, my thoughts aren't quite collected. I, I, it was just like, Oh man, poor guy. If I saw him driving, I'd be like, just pull over and take a nap, bro. <laughs> you, you ain't doing nobody any good right now. Well, the worst thing about it, I will say is as I was going to read the press release, which was on my computer, I was looking at the press release and the words were just, I mean, the, the worst part about this whole thing was me trying to get through the setup and looking at the press release and I was like losing where I was on the page. And I'm like, oh shit, where am I? I got to go read that again. What did I say? What? You know, because when I'm setting this up, I jump around in the press release to make it come across in a way that is going to flow with the show. And I was sitting there the whole time going like, you know, when you're having that experience and you're like, I'm not doing very good, but I can't fix it. I've witnessed it. And, and inversely, I'll admit I've been on the other side of the coin as well. And again, at this point, neither one of us point fingers at each other on those days because it happens to the best of us. But at the same time, and, and not to... To, to jump ahead of you, what we were reviewing today also, we thought was very worthy of us redoing and spending the time as it's not just your run of the mill random offering that, that happens to be sitting on the shelf everywhere. Exactly. And it's a brand new offering. The thing I will also say before we go to this offering is that at least we can have a laugh about it. We don't point fingers. We don't get mad. We have a laugh because that's what we do. That is kind of the whole thing of our show is giving each other shit. I have no shame. I am willing to fall on my sword. It was my bad. The other reason why I wanted to do a do-over is 
there's nothing worse, and Zeke wouldn't know this because he doesn't edit, but there's nothing worse than editing a show where you knew you were tired. <laughs> and like you have to listen to it and the amount of time that goes into editing it and taking out the ums and the breaks and all that and the whole time you're sitting there like damn it i'm tired oh this sounds awful i don't want to put this out i would equate it to probably about like um you know in the college days when you uh you might have a few too many and you're trying to get a date or, or make progress with a, a lady friend and you're texting around one or two and then you read the next day like god why did I say this, that, 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 and that? Like, oof. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's try this again. Heaven Hill is launching a new ultra premium Heaven Hill Heritage collection. The first one is a 17-year-old barrel-proof Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. This collection is now, you know, if you think about it, there might be another distillery. And we've talked about this before, actually. We've compared Heaven Hill to Buffalo Trace, and we said if there was ever another distillery that would have an antique collection, it would be Heaven Hill. So now they have this heritage collection. We don't know everything that is going to be in the collection, but we know that the 17-year-old barrel-proof Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey is the first edition. This is going to come out every spring. So the collection is going to feature one of the six traditional American whiskey mash bills produced by Heaven Hill the only heritage distillery to produce this range. The first edition features Heaven Hills bourbon comprised of 78% corn, 10% rye, and 12% malted barley. And it's bottled at barrel proof of 118.2. The age statement is 17 years, but that's just because it's the lowest year in there. So it's made up of 28% 20-year-old barrels, 44% 19-year-old barrels, and 28% 17-year-old barrels pulled from Dietzville, Glencoe, Shenley, and Heaven Hill Main Campus Warehouse locations. What Max Shapira said was, over many years, we have been quietly aging some exquisite whiskeys to be introduced under a new collection within our Heaven Hill portfolio. Of our 1.9 million barrels resting across six rickhouse sites, our master craftspeople have kept watchful eyes on this limited stock of special barrels, and we're finally ready to release the first edition. Parker's is going to be continued to release every fall. Releases from both collections, both the Parker's and the Heritage Collection, will offer a glimpse into the long-term plan across Heaven Hills, American whiskey, and commitment to quality craft and innovation. So what I don't know from this is, is this going to be something that comes out in the spring and then Parker's comes out in the fall? Or are there more releases under the Heritage Collection that are going to come out through the year? That's something we don't know and we'd have to figure out, unless you oh, know. Okay. Not to spend a ton of time on it, but, you know, if you do kind of think about the antique collection versus what Heaven Hill offers as far as, you know, LTOs and kind of ultra premium products, they do a pretty darn good job of spreading them out. You know, the, the antique collection, obviously, or most of us know, it drops once a year and then there's this big craze and then you work for trying to get some 11 months later. Whereas they do a really good job at Heaven Hill with spring and fall. You've also got William Heaven Hill. I don't think that drops on a schedule. If it does, I've never heard of it. And then also they'll, you know, sprinkle in some random offerings there at the, uh, you know, the Urban Heritage Center they just redid. I don't know. I mean, we can't compare apples to apples there because it's clearly not. But in terms of, I think, 
keeping you guessing and interested and maybe staying a little more relevant. I like having it sprinkled around, you know, why not? And I kind of like the fact that it's going to feature one of the traditional American whiskey mash bills, that collection, you know, so you don't know what's going to come out every year. Maybe eventually they get into a cadence and they know that there are going to be things that come in an order. But right now we don't know. That just makes us want to talk about it and figure it out, which means the brand is doing their job right. A hundred percent. So, it does say this bottle will be accompanied by a premium box and a signature Heaven Hill blue with the double H insignia stamped in gold to signify Heaven Hill, as will become a signature of the collection specific attributes such as warehouse site locations, production dates, mash bill percentage, and other designations will be noted prominently on the packaging. Heaven Hill Heritage 17-year-old barrel-proof Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey will launch nationally on a limited basis with an SRP of $274.99. Oh, I mean, I'm sure they'll knock that out of the park. And also, you know, uh, Max's daughter, Kate Latz, is there. Her background was in advertising. We all did that show together a couple of Father's Days ago. I can't imagine she's not just, you know, relishing in this and gonna knock them all out of the park you know it's her forte why wouldn't you totally agree now that we've got all that background out of the way what did you think about this whiskey zeke baker i liked it i'll go ahead and throw it out there there's no uh no doubt about that uh, i'll just say ditto <laughs> where i did probably overthink this and spend some time but i kind of wanted to be a little more specific or explain things was in the, the way that the oak comes across on this. The oak runs throughout this. I'll explain it in the notes. But, you know, I put down that it was a very firm oak. People talk about, you know, pre-fire and things like that back in the day. A lot of folks call it sweet oak because that's just kind of the way it comes across. I, and I thought this was was firm. It was consistent. It was there, but it never overwhelmed. It was firm. I don't know. I really like the word as simple as it is. So you mean firm like a handshake? You know, someone comes up to you, they meet you. You know, like sometimes you get the wimpy handshake or sometimes it's too hard. It's like firm, but it's strong. It lets you know that person's confident, yet not exactly. too confident. Yep. Just like right there to where it sticks with you and, and you remember it later, you know, but you're not remembering it for any wrong reason, I guess. But I do like that uh, analogy. It's a good one. Note. So I put down the oak, you know, it dominates, but it doesn't overpower, but it carries all the way through. At times the rye pops. Um, I put down what I described as uh, some snips of a musty closet, which I would associate with being 17 to 20 year old juice in there. You know, it's been resting a while. <laughs> it had a pretty decent viscosity, I thought. The marshmallow component had kind of faded into a uh, a wet oak type flavor. You, you can tell that in its younger days, that would have been the, the component of the whiskey that would have expressed that sweet marshmallow, whatever word you use in that place type flavor. But the oak had just definitely uh, had its effects there. It had a singe that hangs around very subtly. But it does hang around for quite a while. I put down, uh, hangs around longer than the in-laws at the holidays. And I thought that was pretty darn spot on. You're just all about the analogies today with this one. You know, I like to speak metaphorically. It's an ethos. <laughs> I just have to say the nose on this one is incredible. Like it is thick. It is creamy. The way that I called it, it's like, you know, those candy bars, caramellos. I don't. And then. Now that you say it, I'm trying to jog the mind and it, it kind of burns me up a little bit because, you know, I like relating notes to food, especially candies and candy bars. Like that's my wheelhouse. Usually I'll let you down on this one, John boy. I'm going to have to get you a Caramello because 
the caramello is basically it's chocolate and then you break it in half and it's one of those ones where the the caramel like you could pull it from side to side and actually get pretty far apart and have the caramel still touching like it's just thick 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 that might be good for my pt that i'm doing it might be i mean that's the amount of weight that you're only allowed to use with that bum shoulder of yours but it is caramel bomb thick creamy the taste for me it was the perfect amount of oak it's there but it's not overpowering and it's not over drying you said it very well that it's firm but i just wrote it's the perfect amount of oak i do get that caramel in there a little bit of leather as well i did get a slight singe on the back you called it out this does hang i feel like you, you could wake up in the morning but i think there's a little bit still there under my tongue or behind my teeth <laughs> everything about this just it's there And it's big and it's bold, but it's big and bold without needing to be like flamboyant about it. If that like it it carries a big stick, but it's not like shouting at you when you're around it. The way I always describe this with horses, when you see those championship horses, they just carry themselves a little bit different. Like they're like they put their neck up a little bit more. You see that bow in their back. They walk differently. That's how I feel about this one. It, it walks was, differently. It struts. Was it Teddy or FDR, uh, you know, speak softly and carry a big stick? Whichever one it was. I don't know. I was asking. <laughs> but I, I could see that fitting very well. And I'm with you. Like, I wouldn't go as far as being like, man, this might be the best thing I have ever tasted on God's green earth. But it's a pretty damn good product and a hell of a first edition to hit the market. To have this be one of the first big releases this year. I mean, people are going to be talking about this still in December. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just, I mean, honestly, it seems like an even better idea from a marketing perspective because there's not really the competition right now. Who else is putting out a, a big time LTO? They just put it out and went first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which one of the six matches did you say this was? So, I think I missed that part. So this is the 78, 12, and 10. If you knew all of the different things that were on this, but this is Evan Williams, Elijah Craig, Fighting Cock, Parker's Herod, a bunch of Parker's Heritage in here, Henry McKenna, Dant, Cabin Still, Heaven Hill White, Red State, Blue State, William Heaven Hill, JTS Brown, T.W. Samuels, and Virgin Bourbon all have this Mashville. So probably what they're, I guess, you know, flagship or known for, so to speak. Yes. And okay. if you know the other ones in here, they have a rye. It is 51, 35, and 14. They have a weeded, which is 68, 20, and 12. They have their corn whiskey for some mellow corn. That's 80, 12, and 8. And then their wheat whiskey is 37, 51, 12. So all of those things, if you knew what I was reading, the rye is 51% rye, 35% corn, 14% barley. The corn whiskey is 80% corn, 12% rye, and 8% barley. The wheat whiskey is 37% corn, 51% wheat, and 12% barley. If I wasn't clear before, I'm sorry. Did you say the wheat whiskey? That's Bernheim, right? Nine, it's yeah. a higher, right? Well, so they have the Bernheim. It's 37, 51, and 12. Oh, it is? I thought Bern was higher than that for some reason. You know, as the mind wanders a little bit too, who's to say they couldn't, you know, Throw one or two different mash bills together down the road in a blend. With that much uh, you know, stock and variance in the portfolio, quite a lot of options to have a lot of fun, I hope. Couldn't agree with you more. I mean, you look at all this stuff that is in here, there's a lot of stuff that could... I mean, can you not wait for the Mellow Corn Heritage Collection? 
<laughs> I mean, whenever that drops, it'll be fun to see bourbon R that day. <laughs> like, I can't wait till it's the 20 year old mellow corn. Like, I'm super excited for this. Hey, got to have fun with your whiskey while you enjoy it, right? Don't, don't be too uh, snobbish. <laughs> More excited than I should be. I'm really excited for the heritage mellow corn. Rye is going to be pretty, you know, with Rittenhouse and Pikesville, you know, the rye is going to be something fun. The weeded bourbon, you know, that's your old fits, your larceny. I wonder what they would do with that, you know, because old fits, they're just releasing the old fits 17. So Heaven Hill is dropping some bombs. They put out the Elijah Craig larceny already, the old fit 17. And now this, they are really coming out strong this year. You gotta say, I don't know if it was a, you know, preparation luck or most likely a combination of both, but they seem pretty well staged for the uh, the ongoing bourbon boom. I would agree with you on that. Anything else you want to say about this collection from Heaven Hill, the 17? I mean, it's hard for us to just get on here and say, yeah, it was good. And hey, P.S., it is something that is $274.99. People that follow this I know I just said, Zeke, do you have something and I'm going on forever, but I just do want to add, I mean, people that are used to Willet and used to some of these older whiskeys that Willet might have got from Heaven Hill, 275 for a 17-year-old Heaven Hill is kind of a steal right now. And this is more than kind of good whiskey. Yeah. For someone like you <laughs> that has drank his fair share of Willets, have you compared this to some of those Willets yet or in your mind, can you? Um, to a degree, and it kind of varies, and it's a whole other rabbit hole to, to go into as far as um, all the various runs of Willet barrels and speculations. I, I think I'd be more comfortable just saying, regardless of the, the bottle or who made it or where it came from, this is a really damn good product. 275 is not cheap, but in this day and age, especially anyone that has access to seeing any type of secondary pricing, this thing it costs is a steal. And again, it's not cheap by any means, but for what folks pay for plenty of other things that, uh, you know, we've been lucky enough to try over the year or years, this one, if by chance you see one on a shelf, just grab it and be thankful. I would agree with you on that. On that note, thank you very much, Heaven Hill, for sending us a sample of this whiskey. You can find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinker Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Please leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Where else can the folks find us? Zeke Baker. Good old Nashville, Tennessee. Cheers. Ciao.